This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Your turn, Blake. <laughs> Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to The Sex Wrap. Welcome to The Sex Wrap. This is Spring. And I'm Andrew. And today I'm recording from Chicago, where I am for a few days visiting one of my friends who is in town from Sydney. And Andrew, as always... (laughs) I am in beautiful, sunny Miami, um, except our beautiful and sunny is starting to get stifling and hot and moist. Yay! Uh, It's coming into summer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're super excited to be here with you today, and Andrew is asking our question of the day. Right. Um, And before we get into our topic for today, uh, it is... We're going to be talking about some pretty um, heavy stuff, uh, and I just want people to know that um, if you need help, it's always available. There's a rape crisis hotline at 1-800-656-4673 that you can call, um, or you can let a friend um, know as well. Um, But the question that I have for you today, uh, Spring, is um, I just finished watching 13 Reasons a few days ago. Oh my Um, god, so good. It's a really great show, but I think that we, we need to be having conversations about all of the topics that are brought up through the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's the scene with Hannah and Bryce in the hot tub. And for those of you who didn't watch the show, um, there's a scene where there's a girl in a hot tub with a boy. Um, and the boy uh, it looks like sexual assault, right, throughout yeah. the, the thing. Um, except the girl Hannah never says no. Right. So so I have a lot of questions about what that means, especially in terms of um, consent, because that's something that we talk about all the time. So so what's happening there? So there's a couple of ways that we talk about sexual assault or rape in our culture. And one of those is uh, no means no. And that is what we've kind of said in a lot of uh, different health realms for years and we've taught people no means no uh, just say no um, to sex to drugs to whatever and we've used that kind of as a mantra about you know if someone's saying no then that means uh, it's rape if you still have sex with them Um, but then there's this whole other side of it where of course someone could not feel comfortable saying no or not have the ability to say no and so we've also started to teach and talk about consent in another way and that is yes means yes right so um i I understand no means no so someone's doing something to you that you don't like you say no and then it's expected to stop you can say no at any point during any interaction with the person and whatever it is that's happening has to stop um yes means yes i mean i'm a pretty positive (laughs) happy person i really like um uh whenever people are affirming what they want as opposed to saying what they don't want um in practice how different is yes means yes and and how does it sort of solve the issue of hannah and bryce in the hot tub 
Well, if you ask somebody if they want something and they say yes, then you have verbal confirmation and you know that both parties are on board. And so it makes a lot of sense conceptually, but a lot of people seem to be having trouble actually doing that when they're engaging in some type of sexual activity. And I hear that a lot from people where they're uncomfortable asking somebody if they want some type of interaction. I know it's really it's crazy to me that uh, it's easier for people to engage in things without having a conversation about it than to have a conversation about the thing that they're going to engage in with the person. Um, we're so uncomfortable talking about sex most of the time. Um, and I think with a little work, you can kind of wrap yes is yes into some really fun play with people. Um, asking someone questions like, do you like this? Or how does that feel? Or is this okay? I don't think any of those are unsexy questions. Yeah, I think consent is super fun. I think that, I mean, it's necessary, but it's also fun because it gets you talking and it gets you more actually involved with where you are. You're able to talk while you're touching somebody, while you're kissing somebody to see if they like what's happening, to see if they want something different, to see if they want something more. And you're actually brought, I think, a little more into the moment instead of taking yourself out of it, which people, I think, kind of expect is the case. They kind of feel like, oh, that would take me out of it. But if you really think about it, it can bring you more into it. I, I, I think it does. And I think there's a lot of other potential sexual benefits, um, something like condom use. We know people are more likely to use condoms if someone asks a question about them. Um, and I think if you're using a yes means yes uh, sort of mantra in terms of making sure that you have consent with another person, you're more likely to use a condom. Like, do we need to do this? Is this something that you want? Is this something good? Um, and and uh, right. And like you said, I think it pulls someone more into the moment. If we're talking about intimacy happening, um, asking questions to the person that you're going to be intimate with about that intimate experience would increase it rather than pull you out. Yeah. And um, I mean, the yes means yes is is one of the kind of easiest ways to think about consent is just making sure you have a yes for every activity you're doing with somebody. And I think it's really lovely. And um, But it does uh, go along with this idea of um, not saying anything is not consent. And so in the scene in 13 Reasons, we did not have consent because she did not say yes. There was no uh, confirmation that she wanted anything to happen at all. So it's definitely sexual assault and rape um, in a yes means yes context. Um, so then in a no means no context, because that's still really what we hear most of the time. What do we actually say? Um. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, so, so it, it, most most curricula, most schools, um, most universities are still really heavily using the no means no context in terms of uh, getting consent for any kind of sexual interaction with another person. Um, so, if we're using that, how do we uh, talk about the situation that happened between Hannah and Bryce in that hot tub in terms of consent? If yeah. we're still using the no means no. If we're Using no means no. I mean, some people might argue that uh, some of the body language implied no um, and could still kind of argue that it was sexual assault in that sense. Um, but I think that we can tell through this 
television series that she did not want that. I mean, she lists this as one of the reasons that she killed herself in the series, right? This is one of the things that made her feel very upset. So we know that she doesn't want it and we can see that she doesn't want it and we can see through the ramifications she doesn't want it. And so it's actually a great example to demonstrate how merely the absence of a yes is not consent. Right. So we need definitely a no or we need definitely a yes. So as you move forward, both you I think you can use both, but you have to definitively use both. Does that make sense? Um, like if, if, if like not saying anything is an automatic no. Uh-uh. So silence is a no. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I Ugh. mean, I think yeah, I think that that is a good um, that's a good message for people to take home. The silence is a no. So uh, it and that actually solves a lot of the problems around having to get a yes as well if if there is no yes it's a no right um have you seen the cute little video about um do you want some tea i knew you were gonna ask me that and i have and i love it and i mean i don't really like tea but i love the tea video you don't like tea i love tea (laughs) i'm a coffee girl but tell us tell us about the tea video for those that haven't seen it um, so we'll include a link a link for it when we post it. Um, but there's this really cute little video that that goes through what consent looks like in terms of asking someone, do they want a cup of tea? Um, so if they say yes, you can make them a cup of tea and bring it to them. But then if they don't want it and they say no afterwards, you don't force them to drink the cup of tea, right? If someone's passed out drunk, what do you do you make them drink a cup of tea? You absolutely don't. I mean, sometimes when people ask me questions about consent, I'm like, it's so simple and it's so easy. And I love how the cup of tea video shows you how simple consent could be Mm -hmm. if we were better at talking about it. And yeah. And the other example from that one that I really like is just because you had tea with someone once doesn't mean you're going to have tea with them again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And it's crazy. Consent is something that needs to happen. Every single time that you are with somebody. And it's crazy, though, that we have some of these assumptions about sex in our culture and assumptions about uh, someone wanting to have sex. And we don't carry that over to other things in our society. And I think that the main reason we have so many assumptions like that is because we're, as a society, so uncomfortable talking about sex. And so we just push everything to... Uh, assumptions around it so we don't have to talk about it right uh and and i mean i think it's important that we talk about sex all the time people ask me what like andrew why do you always talk about sex why don't you shut up about it and i'm like (laughs) because if we talk about it all of these other issues surrounding it will eventually go away and why do you have a podcast talking about sex all the time (laughs) all the time because it's the best (laughs) um yeah so i mean I think that we need to keep having conversations about consent and about defining consent and also about how to make it easier to do. And my main recommendation there is to practice it in other areas of your life. Actually start practicing asking for things that you want and asking if other people want things in everyday little ways to really get that kind of practice going. Like, I mean, you can even do it uh, walking with a friend and say, can I hold your hand instead of just kind of grabbing a hand and seeing if it floats, you know, and that can be with a friendship friend that doesn't have to be a romantic partner. And there's just little ways that you can start easing in 
getting comfortable asking people what they're comfortable with. Yeah, one of the places that I, I kind of force people to practice consent in my life is especially with little kids, forcing them to give hugs and kisses to people that they don't want them to do. I'm like, hold on, we need to have this consent conversation early. Like all sex conversations with me, I start them early. But um, mm -hmm. I think there's lots of ways that we can say that there's a problem with the way that we address how uh, we respect other people's bodies. And especially with little kids, we see it start there where you're forced to give hug hugs and kisses. Um, and it might not seem like a big deal, but it's kind of setting it up early that people don't have agency over their own body like uh, they don't have control over it that they have to give that up to people around them in their lives yeah yeah, yeah. and um yeah, and i think it's it's very important to do that with young kids and um i actually had a friend recently who said that they was this or did you tell me this story uh someone was recently telling me the story where they had been doing that with their child when their child was younger you know asking the child do you want to kiss this person on the cheek do you want this person to hug you and allowing the child to say those things out loud and the child had said no they didn't want to kiss this older relative on the cheek and then the parent was left to help navigate that situation because the older relative was then really upset about it and felt like they had a right to <laughs> be kissed by this child and um and like taking that no for what it was worth and for its real weight was actually very difficult for that person. And the parent actually had to be comfortable navigating that and standing up for what their child wanted and then, you know, offering alternatives saying, would you want to do this instead? Would you want to do this instead? And I think that um, that's another good kind of modeling that parents can start doing that um, for others and showing how uh, easy that can be, actually. Yeah, right. And in, in, in that situation, it is really easy to protect the child. And then it's kind of weird that there's this awkward conversation <laughs> that happens with the other person. Like, no, they don't want to touch you. And that's OK. <laughs> or they don't want to be touched, probably. Right. Yeah. 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 <sighs> OK. Um, anything else that we need to cover today? Um, can you? Well, first, let's give that uh, number one more time and we can put that in the show notes also. But um, can you give the resource number? Yeah. So the national um, hotline, and it's open 24 hours a day every single day, is 1-800-656-4673. They actually have an online chat available, too, if you just type in National Sexual Assault Hotline. So if you're more comfortable talking to someone, you can just type to somebody on the other end as well, and, and they'll, they'll help get you the resources that you need. And uh, do we want to just mention that, um, like in 13 Reasons, um, Hannah tries to go and actually talk about this and tell the guidance counselor what happened, and it doesn't turn out well. And so we also do want to mention about um, how to respond if somebody comes to you uh, telling you that they've been sexually assaulted or raped. Yeah. Um, there's a, the, so there's only a few things that you should do. And the first and I think the most important is to, to listen to them. Right. And to believe them. Um, just let them know that you believe them completely. Right. Yeah. Um, and not only that you believe them, that you're there to support them in whatever way they want to go forward so that you will go with them to report it or that you will go with them to tell some other um, resource or adult or um, friend that they want to share it with, but that you're not 
asking them or forcing them to actually do that, just offering the support in that scenario. Right. And you should encourage them to report it. Right. But, but you, you're not going to be forcing them because th if someone was just violated, you really want to make sure that you respect their boundaries. Right. Like the, they, their consent wasn't given or it was take, or they took it away and it wasn't respected. Um, so it's really important when someone tells you that you really make sure you follow whatever they want to do their path. Um, and this involves even things like hugging. Like if you hug your friends all the time, but this is someone coming forward to you, your first impulse, that empathetic impulse might be to go and give them a hug. Um, if, you want to make sure that it's okay, right? You want to practice that consent right then and there and say, is it okay if I give you a hug or do you need a hug right now kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, I guess also we would encourage people to watch 13 Reasons. Also watch it with friends, um, watch it with parents, watch it with other people that are important to you in your life because it is a great way to actually talk about some of these things and to understand uh, some um, things about sexual assault, about consent, about checking in with other people, about sharing your um, feelings and emotions as well. Yep. Just make sure you have someone to debrief with whenever you're watching it, someone to actually talk about it. Like the show in and of itself brings up a lot of issues. Um, so make sure that you have someone to talk to about whenever they uh, come up. Yeah. And so um, what are we doing today as our period? So we thought we would change it up today. We didn't want to end with a joke, but we wanted to end with something a little bit more upbeat. And, and we want you, our listeners, to be involved. Um, so we thought we would come up with 13 reasons why, why consent is mandatory and sexy. Right? Mm -hmm. So why consent is mandatory and sexy. Um, so Spring, what, what is your reason? We're both going to give you one, and then you can tweet us or Instagram us or Facebook us the rest. Yeah, so hopefully we'll get way more than 13. But... <laughs> Um, so my reason is that I know we're both invested in what's happening. If, uh, we're both talking about it, then like, I know that I like what's happening and that they like what's happening and I actually feel better about the whole thing. And that's great. Yeah. Mine's actually really, uh, mine's related to yours. It's pretty similar, but, um, you can make sure that you give exactly what someone else's want. So exactly what someone else wants and you get what you want as well. Um, for me, it's kind of like a gift and you get to unwrap it every single time you're with somebody uh, <laughs> getting and giving what you want. It's, so those are our two uh, reasons. So um, make sure you can text or you can text or tweet us. Um, let's see. So you can email them to us at the sex at gmail.com. You can call us at 413-I-RAP-IT. That's rap with a W. Um, you can Instagram us at the sex rap. You can Facebook us at the sex rap. Um, you can tweet us at the sex rap. Whatever you do, just wrap us. Wrap I, got, us. I think I got them all. You got yeah. it all. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid. <laughs> This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Your turn, Blake. <laughs> Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC.